This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. View of the park. Anyways, it again is Sunday, August 15th. This is your daily financial news. Yes, this is a new show we do seven days a week, which means we do it on Sunday as well. Uh, a couple of quick things to get out of the way first. Let's congratulate three people for being a part of the journey of getting 500 uh deals, investments done in a calendar year. I want to congratulate Lonnie, Brian, and Linda. Congratulations for getting uh, your first or next rental property. Again, Lonnie, Brian, Linda, congratulations. Your cards will go out in the mail momentarily. Actually, I guess they don't go out till tomorrow because it's Sunday. Mail doesn't come get picked up. Uh, so on top of that, the daily financial news today, we got a lot of things going on. Um, actually, I will start with the CDC eviction moratorium. As I've shared on this channel a couple of times, it is following an accelerated process. You and I may not like the speed, but in reality, speaking with multiple attorneys, it is going at lightning speed. Uh, what we have is yesterday, Saturday. Yes, on Saturday, we had movement. The appeals court or appellate court, no, appeals court, which of course is the court above our judge who said her hands were tied, uh, has agreed to hear the case. Uh, so the court on Saturday told the government uh, that they have till 9 a.m. Eastern to respond. Then by Wednesday at 9 a.m., both parties, meaning um, the government and the realtors and landlords have a day to respond again by 9 a.m. Wednesday and the court will rule by Thursday. So again, as I shared with you two weeks ago, uh, the attorneys were telling me the best case scenario is that we would get through, you know, the initial judge, the appeals court and see if the Supreme Court wants to step in was about three weeks. Uh, we will be at two full weeks as of Tuesday. So again, it may not feel like it's going fast enough, but as attorney after attorney has told me, you know, Michael, you have no idea. This, this, is, this is going quickly. Uh, still no word if the Supreme Court will agree to hear the case or rule. Uh, I have a sneaky suspicion they are pissed off. That's what I think. I could be wrong. Who knows? Maybe it's all political and they don't want to do anything, as many of you were saying. I think the Supreme Court is pissed and they are going to rule, but they have to follow the legal process, which they are waiting for. And this is the last step. The ruling will come down Thursday. Again, either way this goes, uh, it gets appealed by the other side and ends up right back in the lap of the Supreme Court. So we shall see again, no real movement till Thursday. Then I think the fireworks start. 
we get to figure out if the Supreme Court is truly political now or if they're pissed or maybe they're somewhere in between. So we shall see. Again, uh, I think as President Biden indicated in his initial speech, he did this fully expecting legal challenges, but he wanted to buy time. Well, congratulations, you have bought three or four weeks, which still bothers me, right? Kind of legal maneuvering, but anyways. On, on to other and happier talk, topics. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but it's just another sign that inflation is real. Uh, I can't remember the last time I actually went to a Chili's, but I remember going to Chili's a lot for what they then called their two for 20 menu. Basically, you and your significant other could go there for 20 bucks. That was the idea. Uh, but it will be, uh, it's now two for 25. It uh, no longer is two for 20, it's two for 25. And near as I can tell, the portions actually look smaller. So not only are you paying, what is that, 25% more, but the portions are smaller. So just another sign that inflation, as well as shrinkflation, is happening at the consumer level. Lots of people that watch this channel are in the Bay Area, or perhaps you are in a, in a market across the country. You're like, Michael, it is not slowing down. It is not slowing down. Well, it really is slowing down. It's just hard to see at the margins. One of the hottest markets in the Bay Area, for example, is something called the East Bay. It is, a, it is where a lot of kind of the San Francisco folks went to, right? They didn't leave the state. They went to the East Bay. Well, lo and behold, uh, the East Bay has seen listings rise. Um, where are we? East Bay. Here we go. 6% month on month. Uh, excuse me. I got so many data points. Inventory is up 51%. Days on market uh, are up to 14 days from a low of 11. And the sales are down, down 6% month on month. It is hard to see real estate slow down unless you're looking every day. Uh, I think on Friday I put out a challenge at 6 o'clock that, hey, if you're just getting started, do these three, four, five things for 30 days. See what you learn. Uh, so again, the East Bay, one of the hottest markets in the Bay Area. Sales are down 6% month on month. Inventory is up 51% and days on market are up to 14. 14 is still remarkably quickly, quick, but it, it just takes time to build back. On top of that, more data about the housing slowdown. Uh, Realtor.com, uh, signs of market getting more balanced. New listings nationwide up 6.5%. That's the third month in a row we have uh, listings up. This next one is interesting because again, numbers can get skewed and I think we've had a median price problem. When I did my 50 year spreadsheet, we took July, um, 2020 numbers, which I think were like 270 and then July numbers were almost 370. That's not healthy, that's nutty but it's median price. And I think what we lost in the K-shape recovery is the low end. Um, so what we are now seeing, again, this is realtor.com data, small homes jumped. I'll give you some data on that. So small homes are defined as homes between 750 square feet and 1,700 square feet. Last year, they made up roughly 30% of the market. Now they are 36% of the market. So about, you know, that's a healthy 20% increase. The flip side of that, big homes, 
I guess I need two quotes, big homes, uh, 3,000 to 6,000 square feet fell from 24% to 20%. So what we are seeing is smaller homes in likely older cities uh, growing in listings where the bigger homes are coming down. And that will affect the median price. It, it frankly could take the median price negative, right? If you have a list of 101 homes, median is in the middle. If you take off the bottom 20, median will be just skewed. That's how math and statistics work. So it is going to be interesting to see. And for the first time in years, the uh, median list price of a home did not budge. June and July were 385 both months. Plateau. Folks, I'm so happy we've been talking about the housing slowdown for several months now. It is happening right in front of us. Um, yeah, it is fun to see. Uh, I don't know if you live in or invest in Austin, Texas, but apparently Zillow is now calling Austin, Texas the least affordable market outside of California. Apparently, it now takes over 30% of your income to afford the average home in Austin, Texas. And um, yeah, a lot of California money in the article was talked about in, in whole companies moving to Austin, Texas, really inflating uh, the housing prices. And uh, I feel bad for investors out there who have had their property taxes jacked up every year. Many of you have reached out saying, Michael, I went from having uh, you know, several hundred dollars in cash flow to going negative. Folks, that's an alligator. And I wrote about it in my book. They're not fun. They are not fun. Uh, actually took a drive to, down to the Central Coast this weekend. Actually bumped into the Pebble Beach car auction. Didn't even know it was going on. Uh, but apparently people are spending money on cars again. Uh, there was a McLaren F1. Never heard of it. Not a car guy. Uh, but apparently it was just auctioned for $20.5 million. Uh, the reason I really highlight this is last year the auctions were down. Uh, but what they have seen already is the auction is higher by 34% on 2019 levels. So yes, um, uh, people are uh, feeling pretty good for seven and eight figure cars. Wow. Uh, an article came out about the five best cities to rent I usually click on these because it's always interesting to see what they have. Uh, they apparently did affordability and quality of life. Generated two scores, blended them, came up with a list of the top 10. I just took the list of the top five. Apparently, what do we want to do? Let's go five backwards. Anybody guess on the top five? Um, number five, Lincoln, Nebraska. Number four, Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, number three, Overland Park, Kansas. Number two, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And number one, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Apparently, Sioux Falls is the most affordable uh, city to live in if you are a renter. Interesting stuff. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, last thing to talk about is it looks like more and more companies are taking their Labor Day or post-Labor Day push and moving it out till January. Uh, looks like a lot of tech companies have led the way with Facebook being the latest. I am curious if Wall Street is going to follow along. I haven't seen anything. If you guys have seen an article about that, I would love to see it. But right now it appears 
that Wall Street is still on track to move people back in in um, uh, after Labor Day. Uh, but I have a sneaky suspicion that some of them will delay that at least a month or so. Uh, it looks like a lot of tech companies are moving it back till January of 2022. So have fun, everybody. Uh, we should be speaking with Laura Morby at 8 o'clock, uh, although she hasn't been feeling well. So uh, I've reached out to see if she wants to do it or not. If not, I have some other content I've been working on. We will get it out there. Have a wonderful day, everyone. It is Sunday. Uh, make sure you get outside. Enjoy yourself. Have some fun. Don't forget to do your homework. Uh, look 20 minutes a day. Have uh, a wonderful Sunday. Bye-bye.